Jesus, when he came on the earth, he came as man. He didn't come with his divine nature and power and all the rest of it, Acts 10, 38. He came as man, but he came in perfect relationship with God, perfect abiding with God. See, this is the part that gets me every time I think about it, this last period of time. Jesus, just picture this, Jesus, his whole existence You've got Father, Son, Holy Spirit in existence at creation of the world. They're in existence, has been in perfect relationship. No separation, no nothing. He comes to earth. Now, it may look different, but he's still in perfect relationship, connection, abiding with the Holy Spirit and God. The three of them are still connected. There's no separation. Looks different, but no separation. Can you imagine... Imagine what it would have looked like for Jesus knowing the plan he's about to go ahead with. He's never been separated with God. Never. And he knows the plan because he worked it out. And he knows he's about to go to the cross. He knows he's about to be separated from perfect relationship for the first time. Just imagine that, what he would have been feeling. No wonder he tried to pass (laughs) to not go ahead with it. No wonder he tried to say, you know what, if there's another way, can we go with the other option? Plan B, let's go with plan B. Because this relationship, this connection, I've never not had it. I've never not experienced it. So can we try and find a different way so that I don't have to do this? Matt 26. Second guesses it, but because. (laughs) Because of his love for us. He goes, okay, let's do this. Because of his love for us. He goes, I'm going to take on and become all sin, all disease, all iniquity, everything, past, present, future. I'm going to become all of it, which means I'm going to despise that very thing because the very thing that he became was the very thing he's never experienced. He hates God. That's what separates us from God. That very thing that he hates more than anything else, he goes, I'm going to become, not just, you know, I'm not just going to tell a lie, but I'm going to take on all of it. The whole works. Every bit of it, I'm taking it on. No wonder he didn't want to go through with it. What this shows me, when you look at the perfect relationship that Jesus had with God, like on the earth, like Jesus' earth time. And he didn't want to give that up. How amazing is that for me to look at my life with the Lord and see what it could be? Because the only difference for me between me and my relationship with God and Jesus and his relationship with God, the only difference is my thoughts my issues. 
See, Jesus never, on his time in earth, he was able to do miracles. He never struggled with, you know, he wasn't walking around fearful or ashamed. Like when he went up to do miracles, he didn't go, oh God, can I do this? Or what if I say something wrong? What if I do something wrong? Like he actually just went because he knew who he was, because he had perfect connection with with God. So imagine this is what Jesus' life looked like. Now, I've stepped into this life and gone, okay, God, forgive me. So when he sees me, like I said at the start, when he sees me, he sees me because of the blood of Jesus as he saw Jesus. So it's perfect. I can have that perfect relationship with him. No separation. There's no separation. So imagine if I can actually see myself how God sees me live my life how he sees me to live my life. When I step out and I pray for someone or when I step out, I'm not thinking about fear, insecurities, saying the right thing, doing the right thing, looking the right way. I'm actually just doing what Jesus would have done. And Jesus tried not to give that up. How easily do I forget sometimes (laughs) how precious this relationship is? how powerful this relationship is. It's Jesus modelled it amazingly, not to say you can't achieve it, but to say this is what's available for you. This is what's on offer. This is what you can do. Then on the cross, he goes ahead with it. Separation is coming. He goes on the cross and his last words are, it is finished. I wrote the Greek. I was going to try. Not going to bother. It means (laughs) to bring to an end, complete for full pay. And in the context of this, it means paid in full. So then we really have no excuses. Because not only did Jesus model life of what perfect relationship with God looks like, but then he made a way so we can do the same. Like he actually paid in full everything so that we can live the same life. So that we can go, you know what? I don't have to have fear. I don't have to be insecure. I can step out. I can live in freedom. I'm not broken anymore. I'm whole. I'm, I'm, I've, I've been um, healed emotionally, physically, all, you know, all the rest of it. Because of the cross, we can actually live this life. And I think it would be a bit disappointing for me, knowing what Jesus did, that he didn't even want to do it, but he did it anyway, if I didn't actually enjoy the life that he did it for. Like, imagine that. Like, imagine... Imagine buying someone a bunch of flowers... Imagine buying someone a bunch of flowers and they just gave them away to someone else. The whole purpose, I did this this week, the whole purpose, I had no vases. I had no vase in my house. So I gave them away. They were going to die. But imagine if the person who gave them to me knew this, that I didn't enjoy the very purpose of the flower in my house. They'd be upset. So I don't tell them. <laughs> and I just let someone else enjoy them. 24 yellow roses. 
stunning. No vase. I didn't think to go to the shops and buy the vase. <laughs> that would have been better. Sorry. <laughs> I should have enjoyed them. But it's the same with Jesus. He gave up the very thing he didn't want to, separation with God, so that we could have perfect connection with God. Let's live it and enjoy it. Let's go and rejoice and go, I'm so thankful for what he did because now I can live this life not held back by anything. No matter what way we look at the cross, no matter what way, spiritually, emotionally, physically, literally, we get something from it. No matter what way. I was thinking about that. Even just the picture of the cross with Jesus on, I was like, well, if I was standing front on, I'd get one view of Jesus. If I was standing behind, I'd get a different one. And both would speak to me differently. It doesn't matter how we look at it, it speaks to us. And if it doesn't speak to us, just start to ask questions and say, God, what are you trying to show me? Because <laughs> he will. This is why remembering is so important. Remembering what he did brings us back. Remembering what he's done in our life brings us back. You go, all right, I remember. I remember in Florida praying for the girl who couldn't see at McDonald's, who had blurry vision, by the time after I prayed could see perfectly. Like, I remember that. So God, what am I doing now? When I see someone struggling with sight, am I praying? God, I remember the time that you came through with my finances. What am I doing now when I'm going through a tough time? God, I remember the time when I struggled with fear. And now when things come up, what am I doing? Because this remembering causes me here now to live the life that I'm meant to live. Remembering what Jesus has done (laughs) helps me. I think that's why Justin and I have been talking a fair bit on it lately, is remembering what he's done. It's so powerful. This is why, now Justin last week spoke about the te- remembering your testimonies and um, remembering your prophetic words. I just want to do a different stand on that, uh, slant on that. Remembering what he's done. And dreaming for what he can do. Dreaming for what he can do. I have so many in my heart dreams of people being healed, of miracles happening, of breakthrough happening. So many in here that you go, all right, God, this is in here and only you and I can do this. I can't do it on my own. (laughs) And yeah, you can, but you choose to partner with me. So what does my prayer life look like? What does my language look like? What does my life look like where I am a, um, a, a magnet, where I am, Holy Spirit is resting on me to be able to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. Dreaming for what is possible because of God. And look, those dreams, I'm not saying dreaming possible dreams, I'm saying dreaming impossible dreams, but they're made possible because of God. 
Let's open our eyes, lift our head and think much bigger than what we're currently thinking. And you could be sitting there going, I've got pretty big dreams. They go, awesome, go bigger, go bigger. Because if it's already big and impossible, you may as well make it bigger and impossible. (laughs) If it's already impossible, you may as well go even further, farther beyond what we can even hope or imagine. So, this Easter, how does the cross affect your life? How does it affect your life? Can I just encourage everyone? I'm going to pray in a minute. How does Easter affect your life? So if you're believing for breakthrough, what did Jesus have? If you believe in for healing, what did Jesus have? If you believe in for freedom, what did Jesus have? Because today, every day, you have the same. Because the blood of Jesus has done it all. Has done it all. So Father God, I thank you so much that you paid it in full for our lives. That you paid it in full And I declare a revelation of what that looks like for each of us in here. That we'll understand what paid in full means. That it doesn't mean in some areas and not others, but you paid it in full. So I declare for the next year that we're going to understand paid in full and live our lives according to that. According to what you see. That we're not separated from you. In Jesus' name, amen.